Hey, I'm Fat Roland, and this week we meet Claire, Alex, Will, and Nick. Who the heck are they, you might ask? That's the flipping point. This is Hey Fat Roland, a podcast about meeting people. This episode, I speak to Sarah Claire Conlon, a writer, editor, and speaker of French, and boy, do we speak French. And Alex Webb from Independence Day Writing and Sleepy House Press, neither of which I ask him about. Sorry about that. And also, I bumped into author Will Menmuir and his editor, Nicholas Royal, on the day Will's book, The Many, was long-listed for the Man Booker Prize. So that's like proper fancy. Those interviews to come, and also we get to meet producer Lee due to contractual obligations. But first, here's Sarah Claire Conlon, Claire for short, sitting on some concrete steps with me and a plastic bag. Hey, Fat Roland. Hey, Sarah Claire Conlon. Uh, you are a writer and an editor, and you run a night called Verbose, which is like a spoken word thing, and you mm-hmm. are a Francophile. This oui. Oui, bonjour. <laughs> so, uh, that's French for thank you. So, I'm going, to, <laughs> I'm going to ask you all the questions in this interview in French. Alors, allez-y. Yes, it's about <laughs> eight o'clock. We are sitting... <laughs> on the uh, steps of the old Jabez Clegg and on the steps I have a, a small bag or a baguette because that's a sack no thanks <laughs> uh, and um, if you want to reach inside this um, reach inside this bag and pick out a question off one of the cards and just read that out please thank you very much which saint was abbot of Rivu from 1147 to 1167? So I'm going to repeat the question for the audience. So, so come This is actually this is nice in French as well. Which, which saint was abbot of Rivu from 1140 sept to 1160 sept? Am I supposed to answer that? Yeah, it's an interview. Um, Abbott. Um, Well, that would be uh, Jean-Michel Jacques. Correct. (laughs) That is the first. You got one un point for (laughs) Sarah Claire Conlon. Okay, do you want to uh, knit him to the bag and get a second question? Can you beat last week's high score? By the way, that's not a. Paddle. Um, oh yeah. So I'll, I'll just re- I'll just repeat the question on the card for so the audience can hear. Um, pardon or le pardon? You don't need le le. What? You don't need the le. La. Le. La pardon. You don't need it. You just need pardon. Okay. Uh, discotheque le. La. La. Um, weekend the, le. 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 Um, hot dog. Le. Le. Yeah, correct. That's another point. That's two points. De, deux points. For, I don't normally do 
I don't normally do points, but it's, it's fine. This is okay. Um, do you want to pick a third question from 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 the bag? Okay. Could you eat a brick and still be able to have pudding? Now, what I'm going to do, because this is a a bilingual uh, podcast <laughs> this week, this fortnight. Uh, I'm going to read the question back for the audience, but I'm going to do it in French. Could vous, avez-vous la tête? No. Could you eat, could you manger, eat <laughs> uh, un brique? Oui. <laughs> yeah, really good. Uh, a and still be able to have a pudding. <laughs> Manger le dessert. <laughs> no. Hold on. So you'd, you'd have a brick for dessert? <laughs> Is that what you say? Dessert? Is that dessert? Well, could you eat a brick and then still eat a pudding? Et déjà mangé un oh, dessert? I'm really confused now. No. Ah. Oh. If it was a chocolate mousse, yeah, maybe. Could fit that in, possibly. This brick, it's not a brick of mousse. <laughs> un, un briquette. Oh, mousse. Mousse? What's French for mousse? Mousse. It's French, <laughs> isn't it? I don't understand this language. <laughs> it's too confusing. Um, the, this um, this has been a un pleasure and I've in, enjoyed... <laughs> Le, asking the uh, the questions and having a und good time, wunderbar. Oh yeah, I can uh, uh, Deutsch sprechen. Yeah. Yeah, it's still just about five past eight. <laughs> that was a good word talk. Here's another good word talk, that's my praise now, with producer Lee, who's banging on with his mouth and that. So I met an ex-paratrooper. When you say ex, do you mean a paratrooper that had just resigned and was on the way out of the barracks going, I quit, or uh, a dead paratrooper, (laughs) that's dark, or um, uh, uh, that's it. Well, it was neither of those. Okay. I think it's somebody who had been a paratrooper for an extended period of time yeah. and had left the army by mutual consent, I believe, Okay. and uh, set up a business. What, for paratrooping? Well, putting his fairly, you know, fairly obvious skill set to use. So it was I a friend about 20 years ago, a friend, of my, a friend and I had decided we wanted to raise money for charity. And so okay. we were going to do a parachute jump. Bit weird. Um, maybe in hindsight, but at the time it seemed like a, a good idea. And obviously, the all the when you do a parachute jump, it's you know they don't just sort of throw something, at, throw a parachute at you and say, "There's the plane, get on with it, crack on, mate." They you know they have to give you some training. So ex paratroopers, good to do the training. Was he beefy? No, he's lean. Lean. Very right, lean. Right. Uh, wiry, even. Wowzers. Um, so you, the type of person you would not want to mess with, as you'd expect. No, I never mess with 
very slight, wiry men. Nope. Nope. Nope, nope sir. Gotta watch them. Anyway, so the you've got two options when you want to do a parachute jump for the first time. One is a tandem parachute jump where they strap you to someone else. And you get on the bicycle. And then you get on a bicycle. And you ride all the way down. Yeah. They have that. But that didn't really interest me. It seemed way too whimsical. No. If I'm honest. But the other thing is a solo. You, you do it by yourself. But that's you have to do something called a static line jump. And the idea is that you, when you get in the plane with all your parachute and you make all your hair stand up on end like the static. Uh, I don't think it's to do with electricity. Balloons. All balloons. You hook on to yeah. the thing in the plane, and then as you jump out of the plane, it pulls your parachute for you. It. Whoa, whoa now, whoa now. Hold on. It pulls the parachute for you. Yes. You have no control. No. Well, you have control once it's open, because you can yeah, but guide the, yourself. The, 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 the opening bit is the... That's the big bit. That's the important bit. Yeah, but you can't, you can't trust a complete novice to, you know... You might forget where the the tag is to pull to pull it up. So. Yeah, but if... It... So, anyway, so the, these, so the training... The, one of the things that always sticks in my mind is that the phrase that this ex-paratrooper used an awful lot was, and then you'll die. <laughs> Right. All the time. So it was... Jump out of the plane, and then... And then you'll die. If, you know, jump out of the plane and do this, or you'll die. Or if you do this in the plane, you'll all die. So that was a particular... Motivational. It was motivational. Uh, motivational. Because most people want to keep living, so... Um, well, yeah. well, more fool them. <laughs> so, yeah, so the... So the training was quite harsh. Not harsh in like military training, obviously. Yeah. But it, it was, they were fairly scary guys. There was a bunch of them. And it was all, you know, you must do this, you must do that. And it kind of works because I sort of remember to this day um, how to... If, I get, if I'm ever in a situation where I've got a parachute on and I'm jumping out of a plane and my main parachute doesn't open... Um, I'm fairly confident I know how to deploy my reserve. You flap your, flap, your, flap your hands, flap your arms, get on the bicycle. I don't get where the bicycle comes in. That's only when you're doing the tandem jump. Right, okay. When you're doing it by yourself. Right. No, no bicycles. no bicycles walking. Yeah. But it was... It was so the w- one thing that really sticks in my mind is when you, you do a parachute jump like that, you, it's a little Cessna plane and there's only one chair in it and it's where the pilot sits. The rest that's, of you, that's a fair point. Which is fair. I think it's fair. The rest of you have to kneel down um, hold, you know, kneel down in the plane until it gets up to where you jump out. With one hand over your reserve parachute, there's a little handle right. that you pull if you need to pull your reserve thing. Now, if you accidentally pull that in the plane, what happens is it bursts out and then... Like an alien. Like an alien, because it's right in your chest as well. Yeah. Sort of there. Um, and then everyone in the plane will die. And that really, what, that what, really wow. sticks in my mind. So this sounds like a lot of work. What, parachute jumping? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, you have to do an awful lot to not die. Yeah, and then the landing where you have to somersault and go, cha-cha, done it, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It all sounds like a lot of work. Next time, just a, just a suggestion, just a suggestion. Next time, just put the money in the charity tin. Mm-hmm. And not kind of going, nope, I've got a better idea. Then you run off to the nearest airport and do that. <laughs> yeah, that, so next time there's a charity yeah. charity collection on the street. Yeah. Well, I know this guy. 
<laughs> he'll tell you lots of ways to not die. This wiry guy. Wiry, lean guy who told me not to die. And that's what happened when I met a wiry, lean ex-paratrooper. And now Alex Webb, a Cambridge-born writer who moved up north and then snuck into a closed-off room of a very noisy Manchester pub just to be on this podcast. Hey, Roland. Hey, Alex Webb. Um, we are we are in a room in a pub that will remain nameless that we're not meant to be in. Yeah, that's true. Because it's too loud elsewhere. Yeah. Um, but shush, don't. Shush. There's a lot of chairs. Um, there are a lot of chairs on tables where it's closed off. But it's the only quiet bit. Um, uh, but there's a fire escape just there, so yeah. if the fuzz come for us, then we'll, we'll just go down the fire yeah, escape was... and somersault. Because you've always got to do somersault. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got some questions for you, Alex. Uh, but uh, quite frankly... I've had a busy week, um, so what I did was um, uh, I asked the local bookshop um, what book titles they had that had were made of question. Okay. So, so these are the que- so it should be fine because they're just que- questions, just a question. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, these are all book titles made of questions and. I think we just answer, we'll just answer them. We'll just answer them. We'll just learn. We'll just learn about um, life. So, um, I swear, why? It's on this piece of paper here. Why do I need a teacher when I've got Google? Um, because a teacher can really give you that disillusionment with life that Google really doesn't well, get across. That does. We got quite deep. Very. I know. I'm sorry. It's um, very quickly. There. Teachers um, can make you smile lots and um, support you. Google just is a robot. Okay, but also teachers can destroy you. They can destroy you and, um, and should be therefore be destroyed. Yes. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I, I just know that I've got another question on the piece of paper yeah. here. Uh, why does he do that? Um, I've been wondering the same thing, and I think it's better just to let him do it and just move on. I'm going to read another question. It's good. That, that was that was good. These, these were fishing questions, and there's no sort of no sort of waffle or sort of um, and sort of, uh, sort of hesitations or anything. So this is a. A professional yeah. interview. Oh, it's what I'm just going to read off the paper again. Why, 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 uh, why can the dead do such great things? Um, because they don't have their mums and dads waking them up in the morning and telling them to go to school. Wow, and, um, that, that we're back there again. Yeah, no, this I'm is... sorry. Can you tell I have a problem with school? <laughs> <laughs> this is all. This is just my therapy, right? Yeah, yes. this is. I'll hold on, no, because therapists would then uh, reflect back by repeating a phrase. This, if you feel like this is like your therapy. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, okay. Yeah. Next question then. <laughs> um, why? 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 Why do linguistics. That's it. That's the 
Oh, oh. why do linguistics? Um, question mark. I, oh, oh, right. Like, why, why do linguistics? Um, why do linguistics? Why? I, I oh, um, do. Why? Why not do linguistics? linguistics. Because otherwise, uh, it'd just be silence. Why? Um, wow, I keep I keep bringing it back there. Um, yeah, the, the eternal silence. The eternal silence. The eternal uh, brought silence. by the teachers and the monotonous. Why <laughs> does? Uh, sorry, no, sorry, no, no. Uh, sorry, it's so rude. But I, I was bored of that one. Why? Why? Why does my cat do that? Because uh, it's trying to really annoy that neighbour that you passive aggressively hate. Okay. I next keep going qu- there. Next question. Why does my dog do that? I uh, think these are in the same cause it's, series. It's trying to annoy the cat who's trying to passive aggressively annoy a neighbour. Okay. Is your neighbour a teacher? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Screw. <laughs> Hi, if Alex Webb's neighbours listen to this. Screw you. Yeah, you heard. Ah, oh, edgy podcast. Finally, last question. Why... Why, what? Why do I have to? That's it. A lot of these finish earlier than a lot of the questions finish a little bit early. Um, why? Well, um, I. I. Are you okay? No, uh, that's just that's just stressing me out. Um, I'm, uh, you know, charge for this, right? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, oh, sorry. Councils, uh, councils are expensive. I know. Um, you know. Why do you have to... Because if not you, who else? Um, would, oh, well, you, you answered that with a question. Sorry, yeah, well, why didn't you answer that? If not you, who else? I don't want to. I'm just really into you. Um, good. Good. Here's more producer Lee sculpting words from the molten evil I throw at him with my scowl. So I met the football goalkeeper of the Manchester United team. I, the, I, 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 I met I met the football football goalkeeper of Manchester of the United team. The current one. De, De Gea, I think it is. De, De Gea, De Gea? Is it De Gea? It De, might be De Gea. De Gea. Was it him? De, De Gea? Hairdryer. I met, I met, so I met the football goalkeeper, that's what they call them, of the Manchester United team. That's that's who I met. Can you give me a little context? Nope. Um, <laughs> no I was, context. I was, I was working in a bookshop. <laughs> well, there you go. There's some context. Yeah. Well done. And this bloke comes in and uh, wants books on... I think it was books on Buddhism. Right. And religious stuff. And I'm going... Uh, so he says, I would I would like a book on Buddhism, please. And then I, say, I said, here's a book. And he's like, that's good. Have you got another book on Buddhism, please? And I was like, here's another book. Oh, that's, that's good. Have you... Have you got another book on Buddhism, please? And, and you get the idea, yeah, yeah. right? So I, we're, we've got to try and I want to try and zero in on who it was. So I'm okay. going to ask you some questions about the person. Bearing right. in mind, my knowledge of Manchester United goalkeepers is 
football. Goal. He's maybe slightly better than yeah. average. Yeah. But I'm not like a United fan. So, did he have a foreign accent? I uh, y- yes, he did. Although that was me doing David Beckham, obviously. Yes, I assumed that that wasn't his his oh, accent. Oh, David Beckham. Yeah, that's but, good. Yeah, Uncanny, thanks. in fact. Yeah. Now, was the accent Scandinavian or sort of Spanish it or was, French? It was a bit more. He felt, from memory, a bit more Spanishy. A bit more Spanishy. What? But that covers a lot of. What colour was his hair? He didn't really have any hair. Okay, because if if he didn't have hair, did he have? It was years ago. Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking Fabian Barthez. He was mad and he had a little goatee beard. Um, and he was bald. I don't I don't remember the beard situation. Right. Um. So I can't help you there. No. Well, afterwards, people are like, oh, I can't believe he kept you cool when you were speaking to that football goalkeeper, mm. and and all that. I didn't even. I didn't even know who he was. So even now I can't remember which one it was, but everyone was kind of in awe for a while going, oh, you're the coolest guy being so cool with the football goalkeeper guys. Because, like... So did you did you play along? And you were like, well, that's how I am when I meet any celebrity? Or did you out yourself as not knowing anything about football? I, I think I said, what is football? Right, that would... That would Fairly clearly nail your colours to the mast. Yeah, what what which is you, which? Which you do do that in football. You nail colours to the mast. You yeah. literally nail colours yep. to a mast. Yeah, that definitely happens in football. I once also met um, Kevin Keegan. Well, I knew who he was because he'd been on telly. What telly had he had he been on? Sport. <laughs> Some sport telly. He'd been on sport telly. I knew who he because he'd been famous for years. Yeah, and yes, he he was the football manager, goalkeeping, manager of, of Manchester City. I knew that. So I met, I met him. Was he man? Was he man? Kevin wow. King, wasn't he? I Maybe don't know. You're I'm probably scared. Right. You're probably right, actually. I'm so scared. This is not... This is beyond... This is mm. like when I get like caught with a taxi driver or mm. a bus driver to start talking about football. And mm. I'll always go, oh, I don't know anything about football. And then that's their cue to continually talk about well, they want, the football. They want to help you learn about football. What is football, though? What is football? What is football? That's a very deep question. What is... I mean, Ed, it, the simple answer is it's, it's a game, isn't it? Yeah, but is it? Yeah. See, I, I think these these books and Buddhism would have just said that. He would have opened it up and it would have gone, what is football, really? Because that's what uh, religion aims to answer. Do you not think it's more likely that it was like, what is Buddhism, really? No, football. It's all... It's all... Well, why else, why else would he buy anything? Maybe, do you think maybe it wasn't... All goalkeepers are just interested in... Yeah. Football Goal. and... Learning everything through the prism of football. I'm I'm a football I'm a football goalkeeper. I'm a football goalkeeper. Have you got any books with football goalkeepers in? Is this a new is this a new goalkeeper? And I'm acting out. Yeah. And that's Just what happened when I met some guy I can't remember. What was this about again? Football. Yeah. 
My last word talk this episode is with Will Menmuir, who I spoke words at just hours after he was longlisted for the Man Booker Prize, and we're joined by his former tutor and now editor at Salt Publishing, Nicholas Royal. So I decided to learn all about words and things, and or words and writing and words. Hey, Pat Rowland. Hey, Will Menmuir. Um, you are a Booker long listy man, man booker a man a man I'm booker. a man but that was also that was the voice of Nicholas Royal from Salt Publishing hello um, you've been very serious Nick well I know. just feel that we have to say man booker because otherwise man get very upset oh yeah good point it's the man booker sorry to interject and no it's fine wait well, it's not yeah, fine, is it? It's slight- You've knocked him off his stride. I'm sorry. It's slightly. I've, I've heckled you right it's from the start. Ruined. Um, but that's fine. So, Will, uh, you, you've got this book called The Many, and uh, it's just been long listed in the man. Yeah, all that. And um, how how do I how do I write a Booker long listed novel? I've just got a pen and paper here. I'm just going to write down your answer. Man Booker Longlisted. How, how do I write a man man sponsored Booker Longlisted novel that sponsors man? That's M A N. How do you write? How do you write a, a man book long, long list of book? Um, I, I, to be honest, I, I really don't know. Um, I think um, I think it involves a lot of percolation. Per- Lots of coffee. It involves mm. it, no. It, what is it, that? It, it, C O. Yes. L. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to spell. Um, I, I think it involves. He's a actually lot. very good at spelling. That's really the secret. Not. It involves it's good spelling. Spelling. Sp- good spelling. spelling down. Um, Hold it, on, I'm just trying to spell it. Okay. S P E double L L I N G G. Um, it involves it involves a lot of help. It involves lots of other people writing it for you. I wrote most of it. Actually. Nick wrote most of it. He do, yeah. yeah. Do you just copy and paste off the internet? That's what well, I largely. do. It's kind of what I do in my podcast questions. Right. You just copy and paste. You but what you do, you Google the word question. Right. Oh, can't. you did that the other night at a different venue. I'm doing this at a lot, a lot of. That's basically venues. your thing. We're just copying off the internet. Yes, it's yeah. about. I'm realising that now. It's about ten thousand words into Laura Mipson. Um, yes. You'll find the start of the many. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Don't don't tell anyone. Don't. I'll write that down. Don't tell. That's the key. Anyone. Uh, anyone. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to test you on your um, book, if that's all right, Will. Okay. If, if if Nick from Salt uh, Salt Publishing yeah. is okay with me, oh, testing couldn't be more okay. Will, okay. um, what page. form will the test take? On on, on what page? This okay. is this is the okay. test. Okay. On what page is the phrase? But we can see where you've got the book open to. We know how long <laughs> it is. So that's yeah. going to be about page seventy-four. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> What page is crawling the phrase crawling babe on? Crawling babe. Crawling what page? Will. Will. That's Will. on about page 74, I think. Is You're going to 70- Might be 76. 76, maybe 76. 76. 
Uh, it's uh, page 75. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 we had it both um, sides. Genuinely, it's as good. So, no, so, so uh, wrong. Wrong. Oh, oh, um, oh that's harsh. Really? 74, 76, 75. Uh, half a point for that. <laughs> um, How many do we have to get to win? Uh, you have to get to 100 points. <laughs> okay. Or How many questions are there? This is the second and final question. <laughs> okay. But it's worth 99 and a half points. <laughs> okay. Um, You're in the same place in the book. R- it's rough, on page it's, 75. It's in, it's in roughly the same area, just to confuse you. Right. Okay. Um, what, uh, on what page is uh, the word um, oil skins... Okay, hang That's on. That's oil. Even, even numbered page. Even number. Okay. Even uh, sorry, you remember, even, okay. even number. I, I was looking from um, odd to even. Like we well, you were, but you settled on the even. Are we still thinking of the seventies? I think he's moved. Uh, he's moved uh, back towards the beginning by one or two pages. He's been a bit sneaky. Let's say seventy-three. So before. No, 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 even, no even, even page. So I'm not very good at Seventy-two or seventy-four. Before it was page seventy-five. Yeah. Seventy-two. Seventy-two. You're, you're going for page seventy-two. The answer. Is page seventy-five. No, oh, the cheat. He looked at the wrong so, side. I was, I was like that. You're I was going that side and that side no. and that side. Cunning. Is this for an adult audience? Um, where's this going? Did yeah, we lose? Yes. Yeah, massively. But don't. I'll give you half a point. As you got one out of a hundred. I'm crestfallen. Um, what page is that on? <laughs> there is, the word crestfallen does not appear in the many. No. I can tell you. We that. could sneak it into a reprint. We should. Just yeah. randomly. Why, do you, why, Nick, are you asking if it is this for an adult, adults? Because I was going to call you a bastard for, <laughs> for, frankly, misleading us on the whole, the way that the, your eyes were okay, directed. Okay, uh, well, for trickery. I, yeah. I, would, I would like to, as we slowly conclude the podcast, this is for an adult audience. Is there anything you would like to say? <laughs> Well, I think you're a bastard for for looking at an even-numbered page when, in fact, you'd selected a phrase from an odd-numbered page. Will Manure and Nicholas Royal, thank you very much. Thank (laughs) Thank you you very very much. much. Who the hey? That was Sarah Claire Conlon, Alex Webb, Will Menmure, Nicholas Royal and the Colonel K to my Danger Mouse, producer Lee. Thanks to Crowbar and The Castle. If you want to find more about who this is, is speaking to you right now, uh, I'm Fat Roland. Go to fatroland.co.uk. This podcast, Hey Fat Roland, is now on iTunes, so do go to iTunes. I'd love it if you gave it a review, preferably five stars. That would probably help. It would help things massively, actually. So do that right now. I'll wait. Done. If you want to come to my Edinburgh Fringe show, Hey Fat Roland, then uh, that takes place at 11.05am this coming Thursday, if you're listening to this as soon as it's come out, uh, at the newsroom uh, in Edinburgh, and it's for four days only. If you just Google Hey Fat Roland, the Edinburgh Fringe links will come up, so do come along to that. Uh, Failing that, we'll be back in two weeks with more sound waves in the fall of grammar of grammar of
Hey Fat Roland podcast was written by Fat Roland with additional material by Lee Moore. It was produced for the internet by Lee and Ian. Hey Fat Roland.